Ten years. Three boys. One question. Are we friends? <laughs> hey there, Tinsel Townies. Welcome back to Are We Friends? This week, we're going to start us off with a little poem. And the poem goes like this. The cottage hearth beams warm and bright. The candles gaily glow. The stars emit a kinder light above the drifted snow. Down from the sky, a magic steals to glad the passing year. And belfries sing with joyous peals for Christmastide is here. Who do you guys think wrote that? You. Is it Taylor Jarrell? It was not. <laughs> Thank glad we both are the same. Uh, um, Jim guy. Carrey? Some old dead white guy? It was fucking H.B. Lovecraft. Yeah, some old dead white guy. <laughs> yeah, an old dead white guy. <laughs> the first story you asked us to read sounded more like H.B. Lovecraft than that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought it would be a nice way to start us off. Uh, it being us being... Are we friends? Jesus the show Christ, three dude. boys who've known each other for 10 years go through their interests one at a time to see if they are actually still friends anymore or if it's just inertia. I am your co-host, Taylor. I am your co-co-host, Brian. And I'm Jorge. And I'm realizing I did it wrong because I immediately wanted to say, and this is the show where yeah. three boys who've gone through their interests one at a time. I, I won't be surprised if we have an episode sometime in the future where he just gets 15 minutes into the episode and then is like, and by the way, it's the sh- <laughs> like, and it's gonna be like Jesus Christ, dude. Well, then it would be all of our faults. Correct. So, what are we talking about today, Taylor? So this week, uh, I had the boys read a couple of Christmas stories. Some of them very famous, and one of them not so famous. Uh, and I, I wanted to because I remember when when I was a wee boy child, uh, my family would read "Twas the Night Before Christmas" every year on Christmas yeah. Eve. Uh, which we talked about last year a little bit, and I, I wanted to I wanted to have a little bit I wanted to capture that a little bit with you guys, with some Christmas stories. Wait, so this is like a nice episode. This is like a nice, good, hearty Christmas, Christmas time. Yeah, dude, I'm filled with the spirit right now. Okay, I'm like a beer overflowing with foamies. Yeah. All right. So what what did what did where are we starting? I think we're gonna start with uh, Mr. Charles Big Dick Dickens, and it's a little story called. What Christmas is as we grow older. It's not so much a story. Uh, it's yeah, more of a uh, really yeah, not. A little I'd essay. say it's almost yeah. like there's no plot whatsoever. No, it's not. But it is like <laughs> Charles Dickens did give us like what we think of as Christmas. Like Christmas Carol literally defined what Christmas is in England, which means what sure. it is in America. Sure. So like all that idea of like, oh no, it's the time of year where you are nothing but generous, and there's the spirit of the season and all that shit. All that shit is Charles Dickens, and he kind of condenses all of that into what Christmas is as we grow older. Are you telling me that Charles Dickens thought of Jesus as the reason for the season? No, 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 but all that- Then I don't care, because that's all it's about. (laughs) Jesus is the reason for the season. Some hot takes Let's just name some Christmas carols (laughs) that don't mention Jesus, like Deck the Halls Uh, or uh, Jingle Bells. Deck the Halls with Bows of Jesus, fa-la-la-la-la-la-la. Dashing through the snow with Jesus Jesus in a sleigh. Bingo, yeah, you're getting it. (laughs) Laughing all the way, hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) They have a very good South Park episode where they do a bunch of Christmas songs, and there's one where Santa and Jesus (laughs) sing together, and Santa gets pissed because all the songs are about Jesus. That's funny (laughs) as shit. Quite funny. My mom's got a little statuette of Santa Claus, like red suit, Coca-Cola Santa Claus, bowing before Jesus in the major. Wow. What the fuck is this? (laughs) What what the the fuck is this timeline here? What fan fiction was just written about this? 
I know. Santa from the future rode his sleigh backwards enough times. Whose Tumblr page did she steal <laughs> that from? Yeah, like it was like it was this beautiful porcelain figurine. Like, and I remember seeing it even as a kid. Like, what the fuck? How is? And then Santa okay. used the power of Christmas to travel back in time to give Jesus in the manger the real gifts he needed. A gun. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if they both ran off with like flaming broadswords to mm. fight Solstice demons, I'm in. You Hell know? yeah. yeah, yeah I'll yeah. read that fanfic. The Krampus decides to go back and try to kill Jesus before oh, that's anything Christmas happens. Exactly, yeah, that's what I should have done this that's year. That's really what you should have done. Uh, Sorry, so that, but yes, that first story, what's it called again? So it's uh, it's not really a what story. No, 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 hold on. I wasn't passing it off. What's it called again? What Christmas is as we grow and older. It sounds like your blackout drunk uncle who happens to also <laughs> be very educated talking about what Christmas means to him. I kept mixing it with what we do in the shadows, so it was just what we do with Christmas. <laughs> I was just like, oh, wait, that's not right at yeah, all. It's, was... like, it's, like, it's clear that he's thought about it sober at some Definitely. point. And is making some good points, but it is just like, wow, dude, oh. what are you... If you guys go to Goodreads and look at the reviews for this one, it's like the fourth one down. It's some lady who just says, Charles Dickens, this bitch love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's the review for this one. Um, yeah, we can post all the links for these will, stories, yeah. by the way. Yeah, they're all on the same website, which is really convenient. Um, but I, there is a line in here that I thought for us... Uh, there's two that I wanted to read to the the class here. <laughs> yeah, okay, but is it is it very convenient that they're all on the website, or is it that you went to that website and started browsing Christmas stories <laughs> and nailed three of them? Was like I'm good. Column A and column B. <laughs> so, A little bit. Okay, for sorry. Sure. Continue. Um, so the first one that I thought uh, this is kind of a, a summation of what he is thinking Christmas is nearer, or like what the spirit of Christmas is nearer and closer to our hearts. Be the Christmas spirit which is the spirit of active usefulness, perseverance, cheerful discharge of duty, kindness, and forbearance. It is in these last virtues, especially, that we are or should be strengthened by the unaccompanied visions of our youth. For who shall say that they are not our teachers to deal gently even with the impalpable nothings of the earth? I really try to pay attention. Yeah, I, I really, it's... I don't know. I, it might... Don't, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to insult you. It might just be that I'm stupid. But uh, I, I think can't, we're no, just I, stupid. No, this shit happens with me every time I read Charles Dickens. I read the first page of the. It took me like an hour and a half to read all of these, and an hour and fifteen minutes to read this one. Because yeah. <laughs> it was like whenever I read Charles Dickens, I have to read it over and over and over. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh God, that thing from four pages ago. Still, Jesus Christ, Dick. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever heard discharge used for anything besides STD. When I heard cheerful discharge, I went, oh, someone's having a great time on Christmas. Someone had a great time. Someone had a great Christmas. time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, he does a lot of that shit where, like, it's the precise meaning of words versus, like, he, he will use intercourse to mean conversation all the damn time. Yeah. The two intercoursed with each other. Wait, is that why we call it intercourse? Is it like a like a... Is it not like an official term for sex? It's just like a fun, no, uh, light way to talk about it? No, well, that's why you say sexual intercourse. It's literally... Sexual intercourse. Yeah, when you say intercourse or sexual intercourse, it's a fucking euphemism. Because intercourse, I don't know my Latin well enough, but the same root that discourse comes from, mm -hmm. uh, intercourse just literally means like talking, like an interaction, between, an yeah. interaction between people. Gotcha. And course. then, you know, when you wink your eye and say intercourse, we know what you're talking about. Okay, so it is. That's what I was asking. It's a euphemism. I always thought it was like a like, like a, a formalized. Term. I thought like what it meant was was no. Was it's bonus. just it's putting, one of those euphemisms that's become standardized. Cool. Yeah. So intercourse don't mean humping. 
It means, but it can mean humble. It means body talking. I mean, now, I mean, let me see your body talk. Let, it's like body literally talking. the same idea. The yeah. um, the Isn't other that one, the theme from the Toxic Avenger. I body. No, talk? I haven't actually seen the Toxic Avenger what? yet. What? I know that seems such that like crazy? a you thing. Yeah. Sorry, please continue. please continue. No, 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 no. I like it because I mean that's what these stories do for me. Because I think Christmas is a, a very like casual time they when get you get thinking to... about the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Oh well, there's just like any kind of shit, and that's what okay. he talks about in this story, right? Is that he like anything that could like we... no? He literally says we're gonna deny nothing from this. Nothing by our fireside sure. is gonna be you know like good out. And they have this little fake dialogue, and a... but a voice says nothing. Think like. Okay, fuck you. Like you're gonna not want some things at fucking yeah. Christmas here. I met your uncle. He's a piece of <laughs> shit, you know. And he says, "On Christmas Day, we will shut nothing from our firesides. Nothing." So yeah, fuck yeah. Tuck Tuck Avenger, according to Charles Dickens, totally allowed at Christmas. So everything's allowed at Christmas. The idea is, yeah, like uh, we don't everything. push anything away. Uh, everything. Oh, you know. <laughs> Those winter nights are cold, and it's the coldest night of I the year, I heard about baby. cheerful discharge. Yeah, we're following. <laughs> <laughs> but it was this one that made me... All, so all three, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level with you guys. All three of these made me cry uh, when I read them. God damn. Uh, like, each one. There, there are tears on the page right now for each of these, and this is the wow. one that made me cry. This little line. Because it's about friends. It's about, like, friends and what happens when you knew each other when you're young and what happens when you get older. We had a friend who was our friend from early days, with whom we often pictured the changes that were to come upon our lives Mm -hmm. and merrily imagined how we would speak and walk and think and talk when we became old. His destined habitation to the city of the dead received him in his prime. Shall he be shut out from our Christmas remembrance? Would his love be so excluded us? Lost friend, lost child, lost parent, sister, brother, husband, wife, we will not so discard you. You shall hold your cherished places in our Christmas hearts and by our Christmas fires, and in the season of immortal hope, and on the day and on, and on the birthday of immortal mercy, we will shut out nothing. So, like, yeah, sometimes like some sad shit happens at Christmas. So I even just hearing that again, I'm like, I can maybe get away with a short, like, I could like bullshit a short answer on a test for that. But if we're going multiple choice, I'm gonna have to guess, dude. No, like, I, I. I got the basic gist of that. I just, I guess I'm some sociopathic automaton because I, I recognize fully that statement and it just like, it registers and then it like slides off. I'm like, okay, so like I'm for- not going to cry. I, I almost got teary eyed at one of these stories. It- like makes sense uh, with the buildup that's going on. I don't sure, think we definitely, gave, we didn't definitely. give the, uh, the spark notes to this one. So like what this s- it's a thesis about. statement. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> what, what this essay is about is uh, when you're young, Christmas is nothing but like pure fucking joy. Yeah. And then, you know, shit happens in your life. And sometimes it happens around Christmas. And sometimes you're reminded of like worse things at Christmas, especially as you get older. And so you there's a part there's a temptation to like, I hate Christmas now. I just wanted to be when it was perfect. And when I was young and Charles Dickens goes, absolutely. Fuck that. You need to let all of that shit in. Christmas is not only joyous, but it's also sad and somber. Yeah. And you have to have fortitude. And like, that's what the Christmas spirit is. It's like, it's that what allows you to deal with this kind of shit. Yeah. And, you know, especially when your friends die. <laughs> um, I, I just rely on the Christmas spirits myself. Christmas <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Much as Charles Dickens did when he wrote this. It, so clear. Oh, I haven't had any eggnog this year yet. Dude. Mm. Ooh, we should go get some eggnog. We'll get eggnog for the next episode. We should pause the episode. And no, get some for the next episode, we will 
have eggnog aplenty. Oh, yeah. Mm. You will hear us cheerfully discharge because of all the eggnog we <laughs> just gonna... Brian I don't know if you can use discharge that way I and need yet... to cheerfully discharge you to do the dishes uh, right okay. now Mr. <laughs> you... I was getting paid by the word can say a bunch of things with a bunch of words <laughs> that are very sussy but <laughs> I can't say cheerful discharge in four different meanings in the past five minutes well, is that so oh, please no why use one word when four yeah, will do is... yeah oh my god so that's the thing about Charles Dickens uh, a lot of his stuff was serialized uh, like a lot of his novels that are now one volume were over months and he was paid by yeah. the word so like these huge sentences they're like no, no 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 that's 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 my mortgage right there my, yeah my favorite part of this and we Taylor and I were briefly talking about this when we were reading these to begin with um we were talking about Dickens where it was just like he would make a great the big examples are Tale of Two Cities and Christmas Carol where he fucking nails nails the beginning in one sentence and it's a pretty succinct sentence like Marley was dead to begin with bam or the classic thing of it was the best of times it was the worst of times but because he has a mortgage writing on this and he gets paid by the word he completely takes a dump over all the goodwill he gets from the beginning and is just overly descriptive and addendums and additions to every little thing through the rest of the paragraph. And you are like, dude, knock it off. Like the second line in Christmas Carol, like, so the very, like Marley was dead to begin with. Like, oh, fuck, I'm along Whoa, for the writing. Yeah. This must be distinctly understood or nothing I will hear upon relate this evening. Relate this evening will seem what? remotely wondrous. You're like, okay, I'm, like, uh, I'm all right. I'm still uh, listening. Like, I but, guess, okay. but like. So Marley yeah. was dead. Okay. As a coffin nail. Not that there's anything, or like dead as a doornail. Not that there's anything terribly dead about a doornail. Yeah, like, where are we like, going with what's this? What's happening here? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. That's literally, like, I have that thought every time I read the first fucking paragraph of Christmas Carol. Like, what? What? Yeah, but he does that in this. Why are we too. doing? Like, of which I do a surprising number of times. I feel like I read the beginning of Christmas Carol all the time, and I never finish. But you it. can't get through it because no. Jesus Christ! I get it. A doornail isn't actually dead, but well, it's an expression, and you use it. Stop fucking doing this. I think it, it it is an experience if you can get yourself to forget every adaptation you've ever seen of it, because that's the first thing that adaptations do is Only that they Kermit. they all pare it down so they can do this. Because it is it is interesting that it's a very different and it's also a somber story. Uh, and in places like really somber because a lot of like Christmas past that we don't get in adaptations is like oh shit I used to be happy I used to be incredibly happy and then my childhood got dark I'm Ebenezer Scrooge and now I'm going to lean into being a bastard for a bit longer yeah it's just Muppets for me I mean, Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Caine gave the Oscar-worthy performance of fucking you know, <laughs> Scrooge McDuck you, you ain't awesome. getting those Muppets out of my head buddy no. absolutely not yeah mm. so what what do you got? What do you got for uh, behind door number two? Behind door number two, I think is going to be the most famous one that we read, uh, that we read today. It's the gift of the magi. These are out of order in the way that you presented them to us. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely incorrect. Oh, you got to keep it on link, your toes. The second link was the third story. <laughs> oh, I used to do this shit when I taught all the time. I would give three stories out and I talk about the third one first because I knew Stop. people wouldn't ah. read them. Like, oh, cool. So you're gonna you think you figured it out? Fuck you! <laughs> Do all the homework. That's why I assigned it. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cruel bastard of a teacher. <laughs> by, yeah. by the way, I do. I did. I was just thinking about it. I I half expected. Uh, I don't know why, but I just thought of the Prince of Persia games when I heard Gift of the Magi, and I'm like, is this some like subtitle to one of the sequels or something? No, it is not. 
Are you not familiar God. with the story? I'm of familiar the, with the story of the Gibson. Yeah, because I feel like yeah. all of us. The only one about, I was familiar with. All of us learned about it from that one Mickey Mouse Mickey Christmas. Mouse. Yeah, yes. Mickey Mouse Christmas. And so when I read this the first time, I was explaining, like, "Oh, I remember that one made me feel like, oh, Christmas." Yeah. And I'm reading this one. <laughs> it's it's so it's Christmas. It's just shit. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I know from that and from that song by the Squirrel Nut Zippers on their Christmas album, Christmas Caravan. Excuse me. They have a song called Gift to the Magi. Excuse me. <laughs> so th- for those of you guys who don't know um, and well, haven't c- seen the Mickey Mouse Climb out from Mouse your one, rock. And yeah. <laughs> the Gift of the Magi is written by O. Henry. Uh, this is actually the first time he ever used that pseudonym, which became like what he wrote under for the rest of his career. Uh, and it's a story of a married couple, Della and Jim. Uh, and they they love two things like their two greatest possessions is Bella ha- Della has beautiful hair like a queen would envy and it's like uh, really long too right yeah very oh, long yeah. beautiful luscious hair and Jim has this watch that a king would envy like a yeah. beautiful belonged to his like father really belonged to his watch, father's yeah. father the King Solomon was a janitor <laughs> Jim <laughs> would pull his pocket watch out every time they, they say if King Solomon was a janitor who lived in the basement. Jim would pull out his watch every time he passed by to make him jealous. <laughs> yeah. It, Just it, like, you're kind of a dick, Jim. No, you seem like you really only care about this watch. <laughs> but, you know, and so, of course, the, uh, the neither of them, they're a poor couple. They ne- Neither of them have enough money to get the other so what they want for Christmas. So Della cuts all her beautiful hair off and sells it to a wig maker so she can buy a chain, like a, a, watch, a chain. watch band for this beautiful watch. And Jim comes back and you realize he realizes, uh, like... Uh, that he, you realize as the reader that he sold his watch so he could buy a beautiful set of combs for Della, and it's the it's the last it's the last paragraph uh, that this is where I just absolutely broke down because it's 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 a story that holds your hand. It is definitely like, all right, this is where the music's cueing. This is where the tears are gonna come. This is where you're gonna cry. Yeah, and sure. let me keep on with the story. Oh my God, if Taylor cries on recording right now, I'll oh fucking laugh for the next. Uh, like half an hour to you fucking heartless fill. Yeah, bastards. absolutely. That'd be the funniest thing in the world. So I'm going to skip around a little bit, but uh, Della. <laughs> it's the last paragraph. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm not going to read the whole it's thing. A, it's a whole paragraph. <laughs> yeah. So I'll do the beginning and the end of it. Della, he said, let's put our Christmas gifts away and keep them a while. They're too nice to use now. I sold the watch to get the money to buy the combs, and now I think we should have our dinner. Skip down, skip down, skip down. Of all who give and receive gifts, such as they are the most wise, meaning Jim and Della. Everywhere they are wise ones. They are the magi. Like you know, they are. They are the greatest gift. That givers. was the that, last two paragraphs. Yeah, you liar. There's the whole because from my it's recollection, a dialogue bit and then the paragraph. It, it's my recollection. I could be wrong, but there was a weird thing about like he was. It seemed like O. Henry was kind of like shitting on Jim and Della, and then was like, no, but they actually are wise because of the real like lesson. But he was and, like, they're fucking idiots for selling their things they liked. To get their friends something they liked, and it's like no, but actually they're wise because there was something about the like you're not the magi, the but you are the magi. And then, yeah, and he does say in the last paragraph that the magi are the wise men who come absolutely who yeah. are wise for bringing gifts to baby Jesus that can be exchanged. It's yeah, like they kept the receipts. That's like like I don't know <laughs> what it is about it, myrrh that's like you can that's, give it back. But that's the part where it feels like he's shitting on them because he's like. The Magi are the wise men who... All right, we're going to read the fucking paragraph. The Magi, as you know, were wise men, wonderfully wise men, who brought gifts to the newborn Christ child. They were the first to give Christmas gifts. Being wise, their gifts were doubtless wise ones. And here I have told you of the story of the two children 
who were not wise. Yeah. Each sold the most valuable thing he owned in order to buy a gift for the other. But let me speak a last word to the wise of these days. Of all who gives gifts, these two were the wisest. Of all those who give and receive such gifts, such as they are, are the most wise. Everywhere they are wise ones, they are the magi. Yeah. What? It's odd because... It's weird because he, he literally says... Did you summarize says, this? No, I literally no, read it that's verbatim. That's what it is, yeah. I swear but, to God it said that they invent <laughs> Christmas gifts. They were the first to give Christmas gifts, dude. Yeah. Listen so to I'm when teachers talking. Here, but I swear to God when I read it... That he said the word invent? I feel like the word invent was in there and I thought it was kind of funny. I think funny. you superimposed that onto Maybe. <laughs> this seems like different than... Okay. I don't know. Seems kind of sketchy to me, but... That's a printout of literally the link I sent you. Yeah, so, so can't you be. know, can't be. Whoops. But no, dude. That's a good you guys, story, though. I like that story. Did you guys ever read it? Like, I know we all saw the Mickey Mouse as a kid, but this is the first time you guys read it? Yeah. I probably read it in, like, fifth grade or something. Oh, maybe, or yeah. Like third, but, yeah, no, like, that's this is the I mean. first time I actually For real. Read it. Yeah. Yeah, this is the first cool. time I read any of these. I just knew about them. Oh. I didn't know about the Dickens. That was a fun little surprise. But Burglar's Christmas no. and The Gift of the Magi are famous stories. I only knew about Gift of the Magi. Yeah, correct. So There's a couple that make it in there, uh, like for famous Christmas stories that we didn't do. Um, there's like this, the Christmas shoes, which is not the song. Me? Not, Putting not on my song. Christmas shoes, <laughs> gonna hang out and... And, uh, it's legally distinct from the real song. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, uh, my, my girlfriend <laughs> fucking hates that song like it will come on and she oh. will change the radio station like this is the most self-indulgent materialistic yep. bullshit way christmas fuck yes. this and yet i feel like we all got Wait, over that dude, song what is culture. this really sure. that was the length of pause you were gonna take i don't know it's I too long Brian. i have no idea dude <laughs> uh i did want to say i think it was kind of inappropriate of jim to sell his father and grandfather's pocket watch to get a couple of combs not gonna lie that was that was I, I I would like it to be like, oh, they loved each other so much, and that's what made me cry. There was a good amount of that cry, like, dude, that was a cool thing. Like, yeah. you should not have You're sold that. Moron. I don't know if you had the right to sell that. No, you didn't have the right to sell that. I, personally, for me, I don't know, like, because you get married to someone, you don't know if you're going to get a divorce. You can't just be giving up family heirlooms to get them a couple of combs. And Della has such a good point. Like, hey, my hair's going to grow back. Yeah. <laughs> like, to be fair, yeah. She is like, Jim, you fucking idiot. idiot. Yeah. My hair grows back. What are we? You I lost can use the watch. These later. The yeah, watch like, is gone. Yeah. Because he comes in the door originally, <laughs> and she is waiting at the chair like, oh, my God, please don't be mad. Please please think I'm pretty. Please think I'm pretty. Please yeah. think I'm pretty. And he comes down the door, and he's got a blank look on his face, which we find out later is because he just bought her a bunch of combs, he's and she doesn't have idiot. hair. He's a yeah. And he goes, like, uh, and she runs up like, Jim, please, please still love me. My hair will grow back. It's not a problem. It's not a big deal. Ew. And then you realize like he sold his watch. Like, fuck. Mine was a big deal. Might have been a big deal. What is it in fucking Mickey Mouse? It's a harmonica case and a locket chain, right? Yeah, it doesn't play quite as well. But no, you can see why no, this one is fucking of course not. huge. Well, it's funny because they just don't have hair. So. Well, I, I like yeah, it. Yes, so she's like, yeah. I don't care. Well, I, I know. I love this shit. Like the idea of sacrifice being part of Christmas, because that's it. That's that's how I was raised. And like, no, no. The reason no. that you give gifts is to like, it's it's. One, it's nice to receive gifts, so give gifts because you got to give to receive. But two, like that's part of Christmas season. It is part sacrifice is part of the season. You do things for others, and there's a joy in it that, like, when everyone does it together, it's 
it's what Christmas is about. It's a cold, dark time. Mm-hmm. Do things for others. Did you say it's good to give gifts so that you'll receive them? I had to make a note to that because we all know that's a little part of it. A little part of it. So I'm not going to be dishonest. I think giving gifts is about giving gifts. I don't like I'm receiving gifts. It can gifts, be like though. a love language, you know, like a thing you're down to do that you actively just enjoy the feeling of like, here is a gift for you. I put effort into it. And then seeing them be happy about the gift you gave them. I right. would much rather just not receive any gifts and only give gifts. Right, right, right. But are you going to deny that opening Chris on Christmas, opening gifts Chris on Christmas, opening gifts on Christmas morning, like that is part of like the idea of Christmas. I will tell like, you that it is for sure part of name Christmas. All, yeah. So of course, like it's in there. It's kind of like saying like, oh yeah, I mean, I like, I like Christmas because we get to hang garland. Granted, it's nice when there's snow on it, so I got to say something like that. This metaphor is getting away from me. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know if it was yes, ever there. snow, garland, fuck that's, it. <laughs> that's going to be on your tombstone, dude. Like, Taylor Jarrell, rest in pieces, I guess, dude. This metaphor is getting away from me. <laughs> Here he lays as if he were sleeping, but he's not. Parentheses, <laughs> that one got away from me. <laughs> or that metaphor is a little sweaty. <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know. I I did. I think they're only trying to emphasize the point that their hair and the watch was so nice. But there is a point where they're talking about how they would flaunt their bullshit in front of it's <laughs> it's King Solomon and I forget a queen. It's just a queen. Just a queen no, there's a, she has a name. Unless I've literally read a different version of this fucking story, man. But uh, queen. It's a famous queen. Steve. Not Steve. Queen Steve. Queen Steve is not part of this. Story. Steve Queen. Okay. Here's the line exactly. <laughs> oh, if a queen had lived in their rooms near theirs, Della would have washed and dried her hair where the queen could see it. Della knew her hair was more beautiful than any of the queen's jewels and gifts. If a king had lived in the same house with all his riches, Jim would have looked at his watch every time they met. Jim knew that no king had anything so valuable. You're telling me I made up King Solomon? I, yes. I read the story today. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know what to tell you. This is the link I fucking I sent literally, you, bro. I don't trust your printed Later material over the online I version have... I read. That's insane. <laughs> I did, but I love the idea of King uh, that you put in King Solomon as a janitor, and you would visit him all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's no way I made <laughs> yeah, that shit up. so specific. You it's incredibly specific. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe, I don't know. Maybe because it's got O'Henry's fucking name on this shit, dude. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I really That's don't. That's the link. It's just the fucking <laughs> whatever. But like, uh, some things are just a Christmas. Well, why mystery. would I say that it's <laughs> well, he's a, he's a janitor yeah. that lives in a basement? Like, what is that? But why like, would they have a janitor in the basement if, of a shit apartment? I thought it was super like, weird. <laughs> Jorge, have you been drinking? <laughs> when? <laughs> Answer the question. Are those empty beers because you drank them in front of you? I mean, I was not <laughs> drinking them. <laughs> okay, so what's the third story you have for us? So this is the one that really got me the hardest, and I was the most oh surprised. Yeah, it got me hard, too. Dude, Stop it's about it. moms. <laughs> it's about well, your yeah, mom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> okay. No, so this is uh, A Burglar's Christmas by Willa Cather. Uh, Willa Cather is uh, like an American classic novelist. She loves, like the midwest i I will say i was um because the beginning of this sets up two uh criminals in chicago i was very much hoping that this was just simply the basis for home alone and that it was going to be a sneaky origin story for harry and marv i was (laughs) severely disappointed by this story so this story is about like two yeah two guys down on their luck they're like they're clearly homeless and one of them says to the other like hey man we can get a free lunch at this bar you want to come and the other guy goes no 
uh, and he starts just they he talks about like, hey, uh, he's thinking to himself like, ooh, ooh, all that depression I've been putting off. Yeah, it's here just, it comes. Here it comes. Oh, I failed at this. I failed at this. It's the worst. I'm literally at the end of my rope. I might as well just become a thief. And he tries to steal something out of a lady's handbag, and he ends up giving it back to her. Oh. Doesn't even steal it. It falls yeah. out, and he catches and it. And he for grabs her. it, yeah. and then goes, "Ma'am, you dropped your package." I've got the line right yeah. here. Excuse me, but I think you dropped something. She started. Oh yes, thank you. I would rather have lost anything than that. Yeah. And he goes like, "God damn it! Yeah. I can't even <laughs> steal shit." <laughs> so he's really down, and then he sees this open house, and he sneaks in, and he starts stealing it. And a woman comes into the bedroom where he's stealing the shit, and it turns out that he's robbing his own parents' house. And his mother, you know, just 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 so excited that he's finally back, you know, from he's only 24 at this point. They make it sound like he's fucking 85. Yeah, and like, he's had a <laughs> lifetime of misery. Like this guy is. Yeah. King. Fucked dude, up. in that I time, he, I'm pretty sure he's had a lifetime of misery. <laughs> I thought he was like super old and had had a full crime career before they started talking about the stealing stuff. Honestly. Yeah. No, but he comes back and you know, his mother is just so glad that he's back that his both of his parents, his mother and father, just welcome him back into the home even though he feels such shame about all the things he's had to do and like the life that he's lived and he's unworthy of their love because of the power of Christmas and the Christmas miracle that is randomly ending up stealing shit from your parents' house. Mom loves you. And so this is the line that I had. Mom loves you. Yeah. Christmas mom loves you. Not dad. It's uh, dad. He's hot and he's cold. Dad's fine with him. No, he literally has a line like, you know, he's never been so demonstrative uh, with either of us, but you know that he loves you. So this is the line. Yeah, his mom says that. <laughs> he he looks up. Uh, he looks up at her questioningly. I wonder if you know how much you pardon. When she says, "I don't even want to hear about what the fuck you've been up to." Point is, you're home now, and it's fine. And she says, "Oh my poor boy, much or little, what does it matter? Have you wandered so far and paid such a bitter price for knowledge, and not yet learned that love has nothing to do with pardon or forgiveness? That it only loves and loves and loves." They have not taught you well, the women of your world. She leaned over and kissed him as no woman had kissed him since he left her. Gross. On the lip. <laughs> On the lips. <laughs> no, it was that one. And it was just like, I miss my mom. <laughs> like I was weeping in the studio reading this. Yeah, I don't. Dude. I. Yeah. You guys are a bunch of heartless fucking bastards. I know, no, like, no, really no, powerful. I'm, I'm, dead, I'm fucking like, bearing my soul here. I'm I, trying I to have know. some Christmas times, and you guys are just that's, pfft, farts no, and butts. That's what I was know? saying. I was fully recognizing that it's just I don't. I guess it's just the medium or something like that because I'll cry at the the easiest of movie trope where it's like the dog came back after <laughs> four. Yeah, like just that's all. Like for stupid shit. But this, I was just like, yep. I understand what happened. You ever watch that video of a dude who raised those tigers or li- yeah, the lion. lions? Christian the lion? Yeah, and then yeah. they come and they hug. Like, they, oh, they, they, shit. I was yeah. like, he gets oh, too okay. big. Okay, don't cry. <laughs> he, he gets too big, so they send him back out to Africa, and he gets his own pride. And then the gamesman's like, oh, he probably won't recognize you. It's okay. We'll watch from a distance. And then they're watching, and the fucking lion runs up, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy to see you. And they're just like, oh, my God, I'm in tears. Like, the Last night we were, I was over at Emily's place, and me, Devin, and Emily were trying to watch, find something to watch. Uh, and we were going through trailers, and I saw that Robot and Frank was on <laughs> Amazon Prime. <laughs> Robot and Frank is a movie with Frank Langella, James Marsden, Liv Tyler, and a robot. 
And it's like, and Susan Sarandon's that. in there. And Franklin Jell is like an old kind of like uh, going, starting to have dementia. And so his son gives him this helper robot. And Franklin Jell has actually been a, a burglar He's like a in his past yeah, life. Like, so he like in his starts life. using this cute little robot who is not a sentient robot. Let's like be clear. It is like a very well-programmed yeah. robot. Uh, but to start like cat burglaring and he develops this friendship with him. And Jorge and I watched this as teens. And Jorge, like at the end, it has a very touching ending. And um, Jorge, you know, like kind of, wipes a tear and he looks over at me uh, at the end of this <laughs> just like nothing but snot and liquid coming out of my face yeah yeah because we thought it was gonna be like a fun cat burglar yeah, robot movie it was not the, that's not what it was no There's very no. little cat burglaring in that movie no the rest of it is just like hey um have you ever cried over a toaster because you're you're about to <laughs> yeah yeah but the this story i mean it's yeah, sorry, I don't, I don't mean to shit all over your parade, but I, I haven't had the that kind of family life, you know? So, one, I'm already like, dude, fucking no goddamn way first house he tries to That's, rob ends up being his parents' house. For one, okay, but, you know, it's and it, you know, it might be just because I'm used to movies where you can do the Home Alone, like, make the, the obvious magic fly through the sure. wind. Sure. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, the fucking... But the other thing was, like, the way he was talking about his mom is like, dude, is he into his mom? Like, what's going on here? Something funky going on here? No, well, obviously not. Well, first of all, will it I mean, there's, like, a whole, there's, like, a paragraph and a half about, like, let me kiss you. No, I don't want you to kiss me. Let me kiss you thing. Dude, do you guys not kiss your mother on the cheek when you fucking see her? No, I'm just saying the way, I'm, no, there's nothing to do with. But I don't want to. This isn't a process crime. This is a, a. A style crime that I have my problems with. I was no. saying it's a it's a it's a me problem. So oh, a, I mean absolutely. Like for you, I'm having these problems. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the literary equivalent of the yeah, magic yeah, yeah. happens a couple of times. So there are a couple of subtle references to the Book of Isaiah. Excuse me, that happened in here. <laughs> Um, like there, uh, he was toe without the tender is an Isaiah, which kind of cued me on to how this goes in, and at the very end. And if he, uh, let's see, and if the potter would not finally mete out all his comprehensive justice, such as none that he could have, and things of clay, which are made his own patterns, weak or strong, to his for his own ends. Uh, this is like a, that quote coming through like, wow, it is fucking crazy that he ended up robbing the right house. Mm-hmm. And that one is, and that's a quote uh, from Isaiah, woe to him that strive with his maker. Uh, that like God's just gonna fucking do to you what He's gonna do to you, and you aren't gonna know what fucking rhyme or reason or why it happened, but it's gonna happen. And sometimes it's a miracle, and that's what all three of these have. They have Christmas There's fucking Christmas miracles miracle. in there, dude. This one has a Christmas miracle, yeah. fucking gift of the Magi has the gift of Christmas miracle, and this one talks about like, oh, cool. No, the miracle of Christmas is that you can like embrace the somber and the What's sad in the, the winter I'm a, time. Wait a minute, blackout uncle, dummies giving away the only thing that they have, dude, into his mom. What's the miracle? In Gift of the Magi. The miracle <laughs> is that there is a love so pure. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> that they still love each other? That they yeah, still love like, each other making two of oh, the stupidest decisions God they've ever it. made. Oh, God damn it, you fucking asshole. Like, I got you the fucking watch chain. <laughs> I thought that was a sure fucking thing. I told you not to get me anything. I told you it was fine. I okay. said I thought we had an agreement. We had an agreement. <laughs> we weren't going to do this. You just don't listen to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the magic is that that's not how the story ends. <laughs> No, but others, I think that you know, I believe in Christmas miracles, and I believe that like anything is possible at Christmas. I cannot help 
but like my depression and anxiety fucking melts away as the snow begins to freeze on the ground like it's amazing dude mine fucking cracks its knuckles and is like oh <laughs> going for round two motherfucker i'm like we were on the stool for this time <laughs> Fuck, like, oh you really wanted oh, it oh, you really wanted it yeah um, okay i i fucking I love christmas appreciate dude. all of these stories I'm i definitely better, do i am literally a better person at christmas i i a thousand percent uh, i fully agree with that sentiment and the feelings of that of course like in in that sense duh we're all totally on board i think these specifically i'm like i get the stories behind them and i even get the essay like talking about like no everything it reminded me of it's a very fucking crude bad metaphor like it reminded me of butters in south park when he was goth (laughs) And then he wasn't, and he was like, "No, I like to be happy too because it, the uh, I, it's important to be sad and happy because the sad makes the happy better." Like talking about feeling everything. Don't like. Wow, that's exactly what the essay was. About. I know that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, and yet it was, you know. Um, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if that was on purpose. Honestly. I know. I like, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. Oh, those two motherfuckers in the are. Least. Of course sh- they would. They would fucking love to shittily well yeah. read. Yeah. Um, I I have a I think I just have too big of a problem. I don't like this style of writing. Fair. I like That's I get fair. this I get these themes and stuff with like Shakespeare or with modern right you know, all these other things and this time frame I am just like knock it off <laughs> the, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie we were our most fucking verbose like in the 18th Every, and 19th I mean, everyone's centuries. getting paid by the word too so I'm not surprised that they were fucking writing like this but it's like I, I I get like I just get a fog or a haze like words that were important at the beginning of the sentence are leaving my head as I'm three quarters of the way through. And I'm like, wait, I still need those. So this is an interesting, uh, there's a big study in like what reading habits are. And did you guys know that? uh, So when you think of well-read, what does that mean to you? Mm, I would say that there are, there is a large collection of works that people who are, who were the original ones to be well-read think that you should have read and you're well read if you have read those yeah exactly but there's an idea that there's like a lot of different books you need to read to re- be well read yeah that's mm. not the original but there's a it's about like how much you've read right regardless of what it is you've read a bunch yeah i, I would say that it's that you've read specific things yeah, yeah yeah but there's a number of them sure yeah yeah originally it like to be well read it's a medieval phrase that came to us it's how many do the most well-read person is how many times have you read the same thing the most well-read person, like I have read, like this one, yeah, Arthurian tale, hundreds, if not thousands, of times, and that is what made me well-read. Don't, don't fear the man who knows ten thousand kicks. Fear the man who knows one, who's practiced one, one kick, kick ten thousand times. times. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, yeah, well, well, how well we, does he know those ten thousand kicks? Not well. He's practiced them all well, at one once. time. Oh. <laughs> like, like, kinda, but the one guy who's practiced the one kick ten thousand times. But yeah, there was a shift in that meaning of that phrase where well-read, you know, when we established sure. the idea of the canon, you know, that there's somehow like some grouping of works that makes you well-read if you know about like them. Like the Criterion Collection of exactly. books. Yeah, yeah like, and canonicity is its own fucking thing. That's a, that's a big issue in, uh, like when I was in grad school, that was a big issue that I pressed against. Like I have a classical education and I, I think people should know about them. I also think like, hey, these are cool. We should not push them on people. We should encourage them as well as like pushing a whole lot of other stuff that has not sure. been pushed before. Um, because like they are, they are foundational to us, but like are they foundational because they're foundational? Are they foundational because people are fucking pushing them down our throats? You know, they're uh, foundational because people say they are. Yeah, and that's that's a part of the, that's part of the debate. Like, why are these things so important to well, us? It's, like, it's the same thing I was thinking when 
y'all were commending that first line. It was the best times. It was the worst times, which sounds like very like it has a lot of gravity to it. But I think it's only because we put a There's lot of, a bit of like it's our entire lives. It's been pushed on us that that is like one of the famous lines. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Because, like, really think about it. It was the best it's, of times. It was the worst of times. It's a weird... I mean, hold on, hold on. Yeah. To be or not to be? That's the Agreed. question. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird because I think it's a similar... I can only really speak in film terms because that's where my knowledge comes from. But, like, it seems to be kind of a Citizen Kane problem or paradox because it was the first thing to do a lot of this stuff together. Like, when somebody wrote it was the best of times, it was the, when Charles Dickens wrote it, they were like... Oh my god. That's fucking awesome. When Shakespeare wrote to be or not to be, people were like, Oh shit. Like that's really cool. So it had it's a weird mix of like Is that true? I don't know. It, it has I mean on some level it has to have been success like Okay, so we can get into it at a sure. now I'm just realizing I'm gonna do an episode on this later down <laughs> the road. Uh literary history. Shakespeare was just another guy until about the time period of Charles Dickens when we really ah, wanted we when this idea that you were talking about, like the people who said, like, these are the things that make people well read. Mm -hmm. That idea is very recent, uh, like 19th century Victorian ish era uh, or maybe like 17th Enlightenment era. But it okay. was during this time where Shakespeare was kind of not rediscovered, but made more important. It's because like, oh, shit, he's got these 137 sonnets that are out of like no other voice than his. We're going to call it his voice. And this is really nice because we want these individuals that are incredible. We want Homer, the one guy, Shakespeare, mm -hmm. the one guy, yeah. you know, and do that. So Shakespeare became English's greatest writer well, like 200 years after his death. Because during the time, he's like, this guy's fucking great. He's awesome. Like, we all love going to see his shows and shit. This is really nice. But no one was there except for Ben Johnson, who publishes the first folio, which is the first collection after his death. Mm -hmm. uh, Shakespeare dies in 1616, like five years later. Uh, ben Johnson, who is a competitor and also a friend of his, publishes the first collection, uh, which is what most of our Shakespeare is based on. Okay. Uh, and he says, like, Shakespeare is the, the writer who sat with us and sat above us and really kind of starts what is called bardolatry, like this idea that Shakespeare was somehow the genius hype, yeah. of English. Okay. But, yeah, that, that idea doesn't solidify to, like, 200 years later. So it's not – okay, so I the, revi the revision of my statement made there was it's not necessarily that – they were blowing people's minds with what they were saying, but it's not to say that he wasn't just a guy. Like he did have merit in his time and was praised on some level in his time. Well, I think he was successful. That's, yeah. just, no, that's the point I made. It was just to say, like the mythologizing obviously comes later. But I, I just feel like there's yeah. sometimes there's more snowballing than quality. At the, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't good I to begin with. That's know, what but. I'm saying. Sorry, I don't disagree with that completely. Yeah. I or I don't disagree with that at all. It's a little of weird, like, chicken egg of, like, yeah, the hype makes you read it, and then you go, oh, this is pretty good, so then you put the hype on it, and then it goes out of yeah, control yeah, from yeah. there. Absolutely. No, like, my thing is, like, I've taught Shakespeare, uh, and I get why people don't like him, and I'm going to say, like, hey, if you're, like... If you're a person who wants, who loves reading and doesn't like reading Shakespeare, you are a perfectly smart and wonderful person. The only people who, like, I insist need to read Shakespeare, like, cool, you want to have a PhD in English? Like, unfortunately, we have to do this. Like, you know, I, yeah, I, mean, I think Shakespeare's really good, but I don't think it's I do, too, and I think people should be exposed, but I'm not going to, like, I, if someone, like, look, I get it, I don't like it, like, I'm not going to, I'm just, I'm not going to disagree with you any more than I would not. disagree with anything else that I like, Well, you know? I think we need to not make people feel bad if they don't like the fancy talk you know because one because shakespeare's really good because one he's really fucking funny yes you can actually understand what he's saying yeah 
and two, the fucking narrative is insane. There's like some really cool shit happening mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But it's like we just have a culture of like, no, you need to like actually like that it's all it's all fucking fancy talk. You no, know? The, the class that I taught was like literally fighting against that same idea. I had uh, it was Shakespeare and the actor, and it was just like, no, you need to see this in performance. Like the shit yeah. was the shit is it's a script. You know, it's quippy. Like, yeah. Like when's the would... last time if you read the script to Transformers, it wouldn't it wouldn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. feel cool. Well, there would also well. there would also be a point of just uh, there would be four separate lines of showgirl tits, showgirl ass, showgirl ass, whole page would just be in giant block letters with a picture of Michael Bay holding his sippy cup, jumping up and down, going <laughs> show transformer blow up Chicago. I was gonna say I think the script is probably pretty badass because it has a bunch of <laughs> sketches of like naked giant tits and it's like. It's just, it's just, yeah, written now. Like, <laughs> and then Optimus pulls out a sword, and it's really cool, and everybody's like, yeah. And then, yeah. Like, I would love to see this script, like, the rest of it's typed out in Courier New or whatever, because they all seem to be, <laughs> yes, and then there's the, just, like, the six pages with crayon that, like, clearly some hand-fisted <laughs> doofus wrote out, like... So when you said this was co-written by Michael Bay, yeah, yeah, he wrote the crayon. <laughs> yeah, he wrote the crayon parts. You know? <laughs> I don't remember what it is, but I feel like sometimes Michael Bay just like helps on a movie, and then yes. what you're left with is like a really good movie. Then that then out of nowhere, also goes that has some bizarre level of Bayham. Yeah, yeah like man. <laughs> no, dude, Bayham is a specific. Uh, he yeah. literally that has before, a term. Right? It's like a film term now. Yeah. Like I love that every movie that he's made. Like okay, it's so, done in such a specific. Wet, and it's like, all physical. It's always physical. Yeah. How many fucking Mini Coopers are we going to blow up right now? And it's always really annoying. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. That's... <laughs> flip a he's, car. Flip a car. Flip he's a car, got the thing where, where uh, it's not just explosions in the back, but there are like huge sparks that yeah. fly. Like, dude, why do you put fireworks <laughs> in all of your explosions? <laughs> it looks like a theme park. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I think that's what the Gift of the Magi was missing. That's what... <laughs> Was a couple of Transformers. No. Well, the art was, was like gonna... Jim has to fight his way back. <laughs> no, no, I understand what you're saying. Ha- kill, had they had, had to kill Janitor King Solomon to get back? <laughs> no, that's not what it is. Had they bought each other some Transformers TM toys, they would have both been happy and had some extra money and hair and of a watch. Course. Oh, you're not gonna have extra money after you buy Transformers TM <laughs> he toys. What she should have bought him was a Transformer that transforms into a watch. Absolutely, Transformers, and you're all robots set. in disguise. Hey, dude. If there's any kids out there listening, do they still sell toys for ten dollars like every time? Do y'all remember that like every yeah. toy was, was like ten dollars? Yeah, dude, that's the price of a Funko Pop right now. Funko. Ugh. Ugh. Hey, I know I don't care for them either, but they're mm-hmm. fucking popular, bro. No, they're sure. they're powerful, dude. Yeah, I know. Like we are nothing in the face <laughs> of Funko Pop, <laughs> and they own that shit. Oh, dude, they're killing it right now. I don't know if you guys heard about the Baby Yoda business. Dude. Disney tried to keep Baby Yoda under such fucking tight wraps that they are not going to have a toy available for him until February because they, they couldn't they like, put it into production Yeah, because it would have released the image. So Funko Pop being like, hey, all we need is a sketch and a 3D printer and we can make a billion of these things. Yeah. That They literally made a run of hundreds of thousands sold out in a day. They're on their second run now. They're already discounted on Amazon. What? Yeah, Funko I, Pop just made out like fucking bandits off of Disney. Man, I was going to say we should make some Baby Yoda toys real fast and sell them <laughs> on the green market. I'm <laughs> the sweet, sweet green. Oh, my God. Pop down to Maz Eisley and sell some shit. No, you know? absolutely not. Uh, cool. So the, the, the last thing I would say is while I, again, my main point was just I 
I like the spirit of all of these stories and this essay. I just have a style. It does not come through the way I would like it to for me. I mean, that's again, that's, that's totally fair. Yeah, yeah. And like Charles Dickens says, we have to, you know, we have to refuse nothing um, at Christmas. This is the style of shit that really gets me. Like mm-hmm. again, like I cried at each one of these. Like this is, this was huge, and it like the culmination of Christmas and the sentiment <laughs> behind these things. It was it was big. And eight separate thoughts of just oh, that would be mean to say. Oh, that would be mean to say. That would be mean to say. Oh, I can't so wait till you find something that you so like again that you bring to this damn you podcast. You left. You left. Out. Of, I had three episodes of the thing I like, and you walked away by the second one. Ooh. So, anyways, <laughs> spirit of Christmas. Whoopsie doodle little moment. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. I think I. I think I got one. Um, I don't think I told it yet. So when I was okay. a child, it was elementary school in Michigan. It was cold, so I had a puffy jacket and my backpack still on for some reason. Sure. Now that I think about it, it seems kind of weird that I had my backpack on, but we were playing outside in the playground. Uh huh. But there was like a big old wooden castle, and the front doorway of the wooden castle is facing away from the school for whatever reason. And inside of there are monkey bars. Ooh. And there's This just sounds like... A disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. <laughs> and there are stairs that lead up to a second floor where you, that is at the level of the monkey bars. Oh How many God. kids came out with full functioning of their legs out of this school? <laughs> so I'm crawling on top of the monkey bars, obviously, because I can't do fucking monkey, monkey bars. They're hard. Yeah, they're hard. I'm a kid. Why do, why do they have them for kids? It seems like an adult toy. Get but, strong. Um, I'm crawling across on top of the monkey bars, and I hear the bell ring. Nobody else is in there. So I drop through the bars to get on my way, but I still have my backpack on. So the backpack gets caught in the bars, and I'm just hanging there, <laughs> gently swaying to the left and right, weeping. Because <laughs> uh, there's no way. I mean, obviously, I can drop down. I can just like let my hands out of there, but I'm scared of the height. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not only am I, do I not know how I'm going to get down, I'm worried I'm going to get in trouble for not getting in on time. <laughs> oh, oh so, God. Oh, my God. That's that's oh, mine. that's so adorable. <laughs> mm. Yep. Holy Whoops. moly. <sighs> that really is a whoopsie doodle little moment. Yeah. Copyright, are we friends? Um, yep. For uh, 2019. Unless any, any of y'all have anything. No, 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 not on that, but I did have a, a small... So we make the joke about how AWF is already taken by the uh, the African Wildlife Foundation. Yes. There's also, we are also scarily close to AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. Oh. <laughs> like, that's the that's people the I'm real fucking scary one. terrified I, of. I, yeah. I'll fuck with AWF. I would not yeah. have let y'all pick AWS. You, no. I use them. They're like, they're powerful. <laughs> like, you don't understand how much the internet is run by their services. Dog, I'm I'm pretty goddamn left. Oh, I know yeah. exactly Their how much. Their clientele is fucking ridiculous. Like how much certain industries and our fucking agencies. website runs on their shit. Jesus, yeah, our cold yeah. storage. Yeah, not the cold storage. No, that that does run on them. Our website does not. No, oh, all right, whatever. The reverse, yeah, yeah. It's cheaper to do other options, but that's yeah, nice. it's it's pretty much like that's that or Google Cloud Platform, but it's AWS. AWS is what you want. Usually. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like Azure by Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh so if we don't have anything else for a whoopsie doodle little moment, uh do we do we do we hear it coming around the corner? Is it is that uh 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 is that is that the kids corner? 
also coming round? Insert Ryan just signed. the thing that I just wrote again. Okay, so. I was going to say. I wonder why he's bringing it up. Are we doing both? Or are we do whatever? He's doing. We're doing it. both. Yeah, but uh, no, we got a couple of people who sent us some really nice stuff on uh, Instagram this week. So uh, just shout out to you guys who keep reaching out to us and sending us fun shit. Yeah, we're uh, getting people sharing other people's posts, and that is quite nice. So if you have anything you think that we would like to see, please share those with us because we are. We're we we we're greedy, and then we'll dude. share it for likes. We're 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 fucking we're all about the yucks. You give me a bucket of yucks, and I'm I'm fucking yums. We just like to laugh. Yeah, yum. Down for it. Delicious. Mm, delicious. Delicious. So, what do we think, boys? On these Christmas stories, however you want to take it, are we friends? I'm gonna go with no because. You genuinely really love them, and then Brian and I have different sets of issues with them, I think. Yep. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm not going, even me and Brian, really. I'm going with a no, because, yeah, like, it's just, it's, what happens? No offense. Ah, oh, well, fuck no, me. I'm going, no, I'm certainly going with a no, too. Fuck you guys. All right, I'm oh, out of here. Oh, we should have made him go first. Yeah. No, everybody, I, everybody, I for the, let the record show he would have said yes. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I'm dropping the Christmas tree right here. <laughs> fuck this. Christmas is canceled. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Whoever's listening, you're cool. <laughs> like, rate, and subscribe. All I right. I like that. Fuck you. Fuck you. Whoever's listening, you're, you're cool. cool. <laughs> so as always, guys, you can find us on our website, r-we-friends.com, or you can find us on our Twitter and Instagram, both of which are at underscore are we friends, all one word. I have been your majestic co-host, Taylor. Uh, I have been your basement janitor king, Brian. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you next week. Addendum. Uh, Addendum. <laughs> I know that's actually the, the tune you want. Yep. I, I, went, I went back to my online copy <laughs> and I felt the need to come record this because check this out. Had the Queen of Sheba lived in the flat across the air shaft, Della would have let her hair hang out the window someday to dry just to depreciate her majesty's jewels and gifts. So there definitely is a queen. So Had King Solomon uh, okay. been the janitor with all his treasures piled up in the basement, Jim would have pulled out his watch every time he passed just to see him pluck at his beard from envy. That's so, first of all, not the janitor. Uh, lastly, yeah, for whatever fucking reason, this website, don't print the shit out because it, it generates a different version <laughs> like it generates Jesus. the great illustrated classics version for only the gift of the magi a uh, fucking apparently because it says right here on the G- gift of the magi by o henry and it is not the same text well to be <laughs> fair maybe you should print it out because now we don't know which one the actual copy is another addendum the magi as you know were wise men wonderfully wise men who brought gifts to the babe in the manger they invented the art of giving Christmas presents. All things I said hold true. So literally a different version of what you were saying because we you com- said they were the first to give gifts. We compared both. They are different. Oh they are God. significantly different. Whoa. No one was wrong. It's another Christmas miracle. This was a great topic. Christmas miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle. Christmas miracle. Morty Gumbus. Merry Christmas.